Okay, uh, welcome to Move Left Idiots, a socialist talk podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Montarulo, joined here by my co-host, Comrade Dracula. Comrade, what's going on? Um, I'm good. Got my white claw in hand. I'm <laughs> L.A. kind of spoiled me uh, weather-wise. Coming back to Chicago has been like anything less than 75 degrees. I don't want to go outside now. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> and yeah, I've just been I've been like, ugh, like ugh, L.A. Just it was it was great. It was perfect. Uh, shout out to my friend Kate for getting me out there. So, uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Uh, back to quarantine life. Uh, watched the Back to the Future trilogy the last three nights in a row. Um, was a when was the last? When was the last time you like actually sit through like the, all of three of those movies? You know, since like you were a kid, probably well, not. I don't think I've ever. Yeah. I I'm I'm a crazy person, so I've watched those movies probably collectively like 200 times. Oh my <laughs> gosh! <laughs> right? Not 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 each one, but like to- maybe total, so like good. more so. The first, but they're so fun. Yeah. They're like so good. Everyone that says like the second and third ones aren't good is like an idiot because that's when they like yeah, no, repeated I, all the stuff in ways that was just like it's so Zemeckis, just so Zemeckis, so good. Um, and yeah, they're just insanely rewatchable too. Uh, I mean, it, it, it's like how could, it's like the the it, there was this um, this uh, Tom Holland uh, and uh, Robert Downey Jr. Downey Jr. Fake, Jr. where yeah. they they like CGI their faces onto him, and it's like it, in, like I. <laughs> How did they do that? How the fuck did they do that? Cool. Um, but yeah, cool. they were interviewing Tom Holland, and he's like, "Yeah, I, they were basically saying like, you need, you guys need to actually do a remake of Back to the Future." And Tom Holland was like, "No, it's a perfect movie. Nobody should ever remake it." <laughs> the only thing that I would be okay with is if they did a not a remake, but a sequel where Tom Holland is Marty's kid, and and like, because <laughs> because because you know he can't really act much anymore. Um, uh, what's his face? Michael J. Fox. Yeah. But yeah. but he could but he could be in a couple scenes. You know, Doc Brown mm-hmm. could show up for a couple. Like I, I'd be okay with that. Like that. I wish he still it. could though, because a, a pandemic update would be you know kind of killer. Like yeah, 2020. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! No, send me back. You know. <laughs> yeah. To skip this one. Skip this yeah. one. Go ahead. A couple. Decades. The thing that I forgot though is like in the second one when when uh, Michael J. Fox plays his own daughter. It's just kind of like, is, is, that, <laughs> is that like cringy? Yeah, it's or so not? I don't he, play, know if he plays it is so not. many bizarre. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's also because like Crispin Glover didn't come back because they had a dispute like over the over his contract, so like they had to recast his role, and then they, so then they had to have Marty pl- or uh, what's his face, Michael J. Fox play a bunch of people like that he probably wouldn't have played otherwise. Right, it was a whole right. weird well, thing. But Crispin Glover had a problem that it was like the, the first movie was too like bougie, like the solution. Yeah. To his mm. problems was like his parents turned into yuppie assholes. It tur- turned into like yeah, cap- like super capitalist like, yuppie dude, assholes. Like, come on, like it's that. the it's the fucking eighties. Like I get it, you hate Reagan and everything, but like it's <laughs> just just let it be. I, no, I, it like I, I still love those movies by respect his principles on that. I, oh, I, yeah, I, I won't yeah. give him shit. Um, oh, but so also uh, joining us, we have two special guests this week. Uh, first uh, guest that's joining us is uh, first time guest on the show. Uh, Kate McGinnis, she is a uh, green organizer. Uh, Kate, welcome, welcome to the show. You want to tell us about your um, your your org a little bit? Yeah, um, yeah. So I'm Kate. Hi, uh, and I'm working with a group of people who are independent members of the Green Party, and we're just trying to organize and you know encourage people to join, and you know informing people about the platform, and you know doing re- reach out that the party can't or doesn't have the resources to do officially um Mm -hmm. and also it's got a bunch of great people who are super fun to be around and you know we have a twitter so we're gonna tag it in this post 
or yeah. I will in the re in the replies. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll definitely <laughs> tag it in the post. Yeah, yeah so well, absolutely. You know, we were going to talk kind of generally about Green Party stuff, but just kind of the like, what is your just real quick uh, kind of take on the different candidates that are in the Green Party right now running for the nomination? Yeah. So like, I mean, we all heard about the Ventura stuff. Um, officially, right. he's not pursuing um, being a candidate. Um, but we have Howie Hawkins and we have Dario Hunter, who are, you know, both pretty awesome. I'm not actually for one or the other specifically. Yeah. You know, I applied to be a Howie delegate because that's, you know, just because, you know, Wouldn't that was nominated. who was nominated in my state. Um, but, you know, I would be perfectly happy with either. Their platforms are really dope. I mean, the Green Party platform in general is like, you know, kind of a, a leftist dream, I think, you know, yeah. um, I've never had an argument with somebody over the platform that, you know, actually was like, you know, substantive. As soon as I show them what, you know, what the platform actually says, people are like, oh, my God, this is like Bernie, but like further to the left. And I'm like, yes, exactly. Not as much of a compromise, but yeah. yeah. And the added bonus that you don't have to vote for a rapist. So, you know, I know, that's, right? That's, that's always I mean, so nice. None of our candidates have been accused of any <laughs> sexual violence. I know it's it's 2020. Um, we're used to that by now, but you have other options. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Um, so, well, it, and just yeah. real quick, I mean, the thing with Venturi that people don't really realize is like the Green Party primary has been going on all this time, mm -hmm. right? So it's mm -hmm. not like he can just jump in in the middle of it. Yeah, I mean, he would have like, been allowed oh, hey. to run. Like, right. it's not like they would have said, like, no, you can't run, dude. But the thing is, is like, and I like Ventura. Like, I'm not an anti-Ventura person. Some people are, you know, especially people who are, you know, even a little bit further left than I am. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the only reason that he didn't officially decide to run had to do with um, some personal health issues within his family. And, you know, because of the fact that if he lost his job, he'd lose his health insurance. So, yeah. you know. Is, says everything you need to know about our, you know, the current state of healthcare in this country. Really I know, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, so of... Uh, guy guy fourth... started in Predator and he doesn't have good healthcare? Like, what, what the fuck is that? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he's well, got employer-based healthcare. Yeah, he's got RT-based, because uh, he has his, his show on RT. Right. So, mm -hmm. but it's weird. I wonder if they... Maybe SAG... Maybe do you have to keep acting to keep your SAG insurance? Yeah. Are any of us actors? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, no. I well, I've I'm actually, not an actor, but I play one on TV. I, oh. I have acted, but no, I'm not a not a professional. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, yeah. I guess you you must need to do like something every X number of years to keep that mm -hmm. insurance, probably. Mm -hmm. Although you think like you're in a fucking blockbuster, you just have. SAG insurance for life, but I guess not. Well, where's the if royalties? that was the case, everybody would join SAG at this point just to be able to keep coverage. Right, right. Hmm. There's some weird. There's some uh, formula that you that factors in for you in order for you to actually be eligible to get it. But uh, yeah, I don't know. But uh, but so uh, our fourth uh, co-host this week <laughs> joining us, uh, who you've we've been hearing is uh, of course returning former host of the show, Ladonna. Uh, Ladonna, what's going on? I am so psyched to be here um, this week in particular for two reasons. One, um, I listened to you guys last week and I was talking to you as if I was back on the show and of course <laughs> screaming at my TV all week like a boomer or whatever, just going on about 
everything with Tara Reid and, um, mm -hmm. you know, just my memories from working in Congress back then and how it relates to just the shitstorm that that happened with the centrists all this week. So mm -hmm. that was the, the first, you know, and the, the main thing um, that I wanted to talk about. So I'll give a, you know, I guess content warning on this episode that, you know, we're, we're going to talk about some things. And yeah. so if you need it, um, the RAIN sexual assault hotline, 800-656-HOPE or RAIN.org mm -hmm. and National Suicide Prevention Hotline, 800-273-8255. Um, I, I don't think it'll get that way. We're, we're usually pretty good about, um, I don't know, I guess to the extent that you can lighten those topics up, we, we do okay. Um, you can only and... say the term digital penetration so many times before <laughs> exactly. it loses it its, loses like its bite. It took me 10 minutes to figure out what it even meant. I was just like, <laughs> yes. what? <laughs> Um, but the other big reason that I wanted to come on with this week is pretty personal. So um, some of you guys may remember that I've been fighting two cancers over the last year. Yes. I was first diagnosed with the breast cancer and then the thyroid cancer. And um, so went through most of the breast cancer treatment. And then I was about to get the thyroid surgery when, lo and behold, pandemic hit. And mm. so I was put on hold and had to wait and wait, even for cancer treatment, and couldn't get my surgery. And... Um, Finally, finally, it is scheduled, um, and it's oh, going to awesome. be in a week. So actually next oh, Wednesday, I'm going in for treatment. And here's the, the thing for me. One of the themes for my life, one of the theme songs was Silent All These Years, Tori Amos, and, you know, connects to these themes, these Me Too themes and other stuff. And mm -hmm. there is a very real risk, um, you know, slight but real, um, during the surgery that they would sever the things that attach to your vocal cord. Like it can happen accidentally. And sometimes they just accidentally sever one and sometimes they sever both. And if they do that, you wind up basically having to speak with one of those um, electric or electronic things that people put up to their throat. Like you see if somebody has um, like throat cancer, you yeah, know, tobacco right. user or whatever. Oh, shit. And so, you know, for me, this moment of, of survivors using their voices, <laughs> like perfectly with the fact that use it or lose it, you know, I could lose yeah. mine. And this is like, for me, and thank you for this opportunity to, you know, use it um, before I, you know, potentially might not be able to. And so I just thought, you know what, fuck this. I need to one more time, you know, speak a little you're, bit you're of truth. You're going to be on a lot more than one more time. Don't worry. But yes. Usually I have to like chase people down and beg them to come, you know, be a guest. And like <laughs> both of you insisted on coming on the shit. Both of you were just like, well, I'm coming on your show this week. I was like, all right, all right. Um, yes. Did, did, they, yes. did they tell you what the, what the odds of that happening are, LaDonna? No, they never get into that. I mean, no. so I purposely went to an endocrine surgeon purposely out of town um, because that's the only place where there was one. So I'll be in Madison. And that was the other kind of factor in all of this was what were the COVID cases there versus here. I'm in Brown yeah. County outside of Green Bay. And when it started out, all of it, um, Madison, like Milwaukee, was kind of, you know, much higher. But the COVIDiots in Brown County, where I live, with their trucks and their American flags and their constitutions, have all just decided to not wear masks and not do anything. And so now ours are through the roof. So I actually feel mm -hmm. I'm safer going to Madison than mm -hmm. I am going out anywhere that's, here yeah, right now. Great. So it was just like, that's good. But, you know, it's it's one of those rare things. But, you know, when you go in and, and so for anyone who isn't getting surgery, hopefully most of you, um, you know, 
I have to get a COVID test the day before surgery. They'll have results quickly enough to know that I'm clear. They're not letting anyone who has COVID onto the onto the site for this particular facility. And I can't have anyone go in with me. I have to be dropped off at the door. You know, nobody for the, you know, oh my gosh, I have the jitters, you know, before anesthesia, nobody in recovery, you know, no other voice there if something's wrong. So, you know, it's, it's a scary time. And so, you know, they're being really cautious about, you know, which procedures they do and when, but I was top Mm. of the list. And so, you know, I'm, I'm, nervous, hopeful. I, you know, I, this is, this will be the last evidence of cancer in my body. So I will have a huge fucking celebration at the end of this pandemic and, Mm -hmm. you know, world tour, um, you know, to, to be grateful (laughs) and everything. But, um, it's also, it's also scary for anybody who's there and it makes me feel for the patients who are going through, you know, COVID patients or actually any patient who can't, um, have family in with them right now. It's, it's a tough time. Yeah. No, it's, it's I remember when I got my weird, wisdom yeah. teeth out, they told me that there was like a one in 100,000 chance that they could paralyze me if they clipped the wrong nerve. So, like, I totally relate. Wow. Are you fucking kidding? They never told me that when I got my <laughs> no. wisdom teeth out. No, no, they do tell you. Well, they told me that. They were like, there's a chance. I mean, all these nerves are connected. And if we accidentally, like, snip I would have been like, nerve, I don't know. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll keep them in. <laughs> Like, it wouldn't like, matter oh, okay. if they said one in, you know, 60,000 trillion billion. Yeah, you, you just could be like, they're going to paralyze me. They're going yeah. yeah. to go, go through your head the entire, well, maybe for me at least, I'm neurotic. Yeah, definitely but. me. <laughs> yeah. And look, even if you come back, even if you end up having a voice box, well, you'll just come back on and we'll pretend you're uh, Peter Frampton. And then, <laughs> and <we'll>, Perfect. <laughs> and, then our, and then our numbers will go through the roof. Cause well, we I mean, you know, I'm not going to shut up either way. I'd be writing and doing whatever anyway. So now the cat's out of yeah. the bag on that one. It'll yeah, never should you. Well, yeah. All right. So, yeah, well, you mentioned it. So we should obviously talk about <clears throat> the most important story uh, in the 2020 election right now, which is, of mm-hmm. course, uh, the continued in, uh, insistence uh, of pushing Joe Biden down our throats. And, you know, oh I, use, I use that term deliberately, but the Democrats are just <laughs> trying to steamroll this, apparently, um, <clears throat> despite the mounting evidence and corroboration to Tara Reid's oh, yeah. story, uh, which we've detailed. But there's yet more uh, corroborating evidence this mm-hmm. week that we yeah. want to mention. It's, uh, so, it's getting stronger. I mean, much stronger than even the, the case against Kavanaugh now. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you could honestly, this could pass a court case at this point with all the fucking uh, circumstantial evidence that they have, a civil case at least. Um, yeah. You know, with, uh, and again, we talked you know, on the show last week and the week before about like, this is substantially more information than uh, there was, and, and, you know, firsthand corroboration or secondhand rather corroboration than there was for the Christine Blasey Ford case. And, you know, nobody on this show would say that we, you know, they didn't believe her because she was extremely credible during her testimony. So just her testimony alone, uh, you know, everyone, uh, you know, understood that she was telling the truth. So Tara had a hard time even getting anyone to interview her. I mean, so. (laughs) Yeah, well, they, they, you know, uh, she was initially going to go on Fox with Chris Wallace because no, uh, none of the mainstream uh, you know, outlets like none of the MSNBC, CNN seem to not want to even acknowledge her presence. Right. Uh, so she was forced onto Fox News, and then she ended up canceling that because she got uh, death threats because uh, you know Democrats w- will threaten to kill somebody for <laughs> exposing the fact that their candidate's a rapist. Uh, apparently, um, but it's so you know it, it's just really uh, you know 
it's so upsetting and so frustrating, but also not unexpected to see that the way the Democrats are kind of showing their ass on this one. Um, so, you know, the, the thing that came out today uh, was that there's a document from a 96 uh, court filing. The Tribune, San Luis Obispo, uh, California Tribune, uncovered this uh, court filing, which is mm-hmm. actually from Tara Reid's uh, ex-husband, where he mentions the um, the uh, sexual harassment that occurred uh, while Tara was working in Joe Biden's office in this yeah. 96 court document. Uh, Kate, you have you you, you had that uh, pulled up, right? Was, what was yeah, was yeah, it? I do. Do you want me to go ahead and read it? Yeah, yeah, just read, read a little bit of it if you can. Yeah, so this is the actual excerpt from the court filing. And like you said, this is from 96. On several occasions, petitioner related a problem that she was having at work regarding sexual harassment in U.S. Senator Joe Biden's office. Petitioner told me that she eventually struck a deal with the chief of staff of the senator's office and left her position. I was sympathetic to her needs when she asked me for help and assisted her financially and allowed her to stay at my apartment with my roommate while she looked for work. It was obvious that this event had a very traumatic effect on Petitioner and that she is still sensitive and affected by it today. 1996. That yeah. And that funny. was in a divorce document, or what was that a part of? Um, there some restraining order document. She was, he was says, petitioning restraining order, I believe. Right? This okay. was by then ex-husband. Okay. Mm-hmm. So here. I mean, I can look. It's just interesting that he would bring that up. I mean, so, you know, a lot of people would say, um, oh, you know, like a woman was, you know, thinking in advance and trying to create a paper trail or whatever. But like you couldn't possibly have known back then um, what I mean, you know, very long shot that that he'd be running for president, you know, like this. Um, So, yeah, it it had to be in my mind, a you know, genuine organic thing. Yeah. And this is a a restraining order um, Mm -hmm. petition, um, a couple. Uh, again, against him days after he filed for divorce. So, and actually, ironically enough, the um, in by this time, Biden had already run for president twice and been forced to drop <laughs> out because uh, of a plagiarism scandal. So, right. he, so they probably are like, well, this guy could never run again, obviously. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I mean, so this that... ex was trying to discredit her by saying she's made an accusation before. I mean, like... I don't. I don't think that was what I got out of it. I just got that it was, you know, maybe further contextual when, around uh, their situation, you know? Yeah. Or to, to, to bring up, maybe he was doing it to try to like impugn her mental state. Like, Oh, she's had this traumatic experience. Mm-hmm. And that's why she's saying I'm, I need to be, I, who knows what the, you know, yeah, the, right. divorce, divorce hearing is I mean, nasty, but yeah. right. It sounded more like he's, he's characterizing himself as being a nice guy. Cause he took care of her. Yeah. When yeah, she was going yeah. Through something maybe. Terrible. Yeah. Maybe. You know, and maybe explaining um, an effect on the relationship or whatever, but it's, it's really regardless, weird. That, it's, like, it's documented. It's, it's yeah, corroboration of her exactly. accusation from a couple years after it, it took place yeah. allegedly. Right. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, but Putin this, had a time this, machine. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. The, the Russian, you know, Joy, Russian Joy time, time traveling Russian hackers, hackers that uh, when it um, came after Joy Reid. So yeah, that would be the Good Back to the Future sequel. <laughs> <laughs> right. Marty's son has to stop the Russian time traveling hackers. But it is um, just amazing watching these, you know, Mick resistance liberals who just co- completely disingenuous 
smears of her saying, oh, she's a Russian. Like, the people say, oh, the, oh she's getting paid in rubles. You're like, the, what the fuck oh, is God. wrong with you? First of all, they have no proof that she's been paid for anything. Right. People keep saying that, like, oh, you know, she was in debt for so-and-so amount of money. And it's like, okay, creepy that you know that. Also, too, like, who is paying her? Like, where is your proof? Like, this is just a... a well, like, well, it's going to come later. It's going to come later. You know, they're covering it now, but it's going it's to happen. Okay. And, yeah. and here's the thing: people that lie don't want to be cross-examined. They don't want to be interviewed. Yeah, right. They want to have a very specific venue in which they're in control of the conversation. Mm-hmm. They don't want to be, you know, have questions put to them that would force them to have to, you know, change their story or or put them under pressure. Right. There's yeah. no reason to do this unless it's credible. Right. There's yeah, no reason and- for yeah. And and also Joe Biden, like if you watched his interview on the subject, it's like, okay, you came out to your safe space network and, you know, yeah. like it was on Morning Joe of all places. Like Mika, like she did an okay job, you know, but he had so like many inconsistencies, like he couldn't even talk mm-hmm. straight. You know, like I know he take down video of it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he normally point, can't yeah. talk straight, but like. Yeah. They're painting him as this, like, credible figure, and it's like, what have you done that has increased your credibility? Because all you've gone on and done is just not admitted it out loud on national TV. That's, like, the bare minimum. Oh, I'm going to yeah. open up my Senate files, you know, these Senate files that don't even house these kind of complaints. It's, yeah, and, and, and they and, and he's like, well, I can't, they can't look through those Senate files because there's, <laughs> there's conversations I've had with other world leaders. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And Mika was just like, why can't you just have them do a search for Tara Reid's name, you know, not exactly. looking at any of these other documents. So he just stared at the screen blankly for like 30 <laughs> seconds. Like, exactly. like it was like frozen. It was like, what is that? Like, it, it's just so, it was so bizarre. It was like, he couldn't even take the a modicum of pushback from a friendly outlet. Mm-hmm. If he was actually under, you know, had to testify or under any kind of investigation, he would crumble. And, you know, let's contrast that with Tara Reid, who I'm going to play a clip now. Uh, that was released just today, a couple mm-hmm. hours ago, from her upcoming uh, interview with Megyn Kelly. So Megyn Kelly, I, got, I guess, ended up getting the exclusive since the MK. Fox, Fox <laughs> News thing. But I think she's just trying to find the because no, no left wing or well, not left wing, none of them are left wing, but no uh, like li- uh, liberal media outlet will yeah. give, will cover her. So she's trying to find the. Uh, right-wing uh, outlet figure who's least objectionable to liberals, which is why she went <laughs> yeah, with Chris right. Wallace and now Megyn uh, Kelly, who, you know, liberals, you know, loved because she was critical of Trump for five fucking seconds. Apparently. I would have been like, yeah, bring yeah. back Shep, basically. That would have been mine. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I would have. Yeah, honestly. Well, uh, also the thing is, too, like, like she supposedly had an interview scheduled with Don Lemon and she postponed it. But the reason why she postponed it is because she's getting death threats. And people are like, well, why would you go to Megyn Kelly? And it's like, if you felt you were in a position of danger because of sexual harassment perpetrated by, you know, this really powerful man who has all these people backing him, would you go and talk to one of the most personal things in your life about, you know, talk about it with somebody who is trying to discredit you actively? Like, (laughs) how does that make sense? And... Megyn Kelly yeah. dealt with sexual harassment from Roger Ailes, too. So Bingo. it's like, okay, she's clearly somebody who's not going to just dismiss her outright. Who's yeah. not going to, yeah, try to, like, really, like, 
I would be concerned with someone from CNN, like Don Lemon, like mm-hmm. actually trying to make her look like an idiot and not exactly. letting her in a subtle way, but still. Yeah, yeah. I mean, very much so. So here's actually the um, little excerpt they release, uh, and she makes and Tara makes a really good point uh, in this clip. So we'll we'll listen to that and we'll talk about it. Do you believe we should believe all women? I believe in the survivors that have come forward, like Blasey Ford and the other ones that have come forward, I I do stand with them. I think that there needs to be a conversation rather than a hashtag. Are you in favor of the conversation? I mean, does Joe Biden get due process? Does he get the chance to vet these claims and defend himself? Is that okay? I think he's been doing that, right? He's had a chance for more platforms than I have. If I can just go back for one second to Blasey Ford. Yes. Some of those who supported her, but now have found a reason not to support you, say, well, she was under oath. Would you go under oath? Absolutely. They say, well, she subjected herself to cross-examination. Would you do that? Absolutely. They also point out that she took a polygraph controlled by someone on her team. Is that something you want to do? I'm not a criminal. Joe Biden should take the polygraph. What kind of precedent does that set? for survivors of violence. Does that mean we're presumed guilty and we all have to take polygraphs? So I will take one if Joe Biden takes one, but I'm not a criminal. Yeah, uh, that's, that's uh, fucking spot strong. on. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's exactly what you should be saying. Yeah, and and, and, it, it, and Megyn Kelly was, was being, you know, she's saying things that people were telling, you know, like, that people are going to say, but she, I don't think she was like trying to be like, well, are you going to take a polygraph? Like she seemed to be, you know, nodding in agreement with most of what yeah. Tara was saying, but um, th- that's absolutely right. It's like, it's fucking absurd. The, the, the level of, you know, this is the shit that the right wing did to Christine Blasey Ford, which exactly. was disgusting at the time, you know, making mm-hmm. her take the polygraph, not making fucking Kavanaugh take a polygraph, not, you know, cross-examining the, the victim, um, the alleged victim. Well, it's the same thing Joe Biden did to Anita Hill. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, he so let them railroad this, this her. Is, this, is, this is completely consistent with who Joe Biden is. Joe Biden yeah. saying, you know, back in the 70s that, you know, a woman doesn't have sole control over her body. You know, yeah. like that. It just it's disturbing, you know. We need and, to elect and, him because he'll, he'll, he'll protect women's right to choose. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Well, and this is what was getting me all week long, you know, as Mm -hmm. I, I mean, a couple weeks as I was watching the, you know, establishment Democrats go after her. And the one Mm -hmm. that that triggered me to to want to come on was this one that everybody started sharing from Aunt Krabby. And it was about the stockings. And stockings. So the her, her tweet was saying that in 1993 in the Senate, there was a dress code and that dress code included the requirement to wear stockings. And so I thought about that in relation to my own story and it, mm-hmm. it made me want to just, I mean, yeah, scream. I, mm-hmm. I can't even think of all of, of what I felt. And, and so a couple reasons. So first of all, you know, the idea that you can't Let's digital penetration. You can't do that if someone's wearing stockings is absurd. And I, you know, mm-hmm. so my Me Too story that I came forward with during all of that was, you know, I was, I was, um, you know, just barely beginning puberty and at a public swimming pool wearing my first bikini and just starting to realize how gross a lot of men were, you know, the attention mm-hmm. that I was getting or whatever. And there was a kid that had like been following me around or stalking me or whatever. And he surprised me in the pool 
His friends came up behind me and held my arms behind my back. And oh, so here's the other piece of the background. My name is LaDonna. The song mm -hmm. at the time was Madonna's Like a Virgin. And the mm -hmm. question to me was, are you like a virgin? Are you a virgin? Oh, and so reached his hand, you know, above my bikini, but, you know, internally to find out. And this is in full view of the entire swimming pool, oh, lifeguard, God. everybody there. And nobody did a goddamn thing, right? You know, went to the lifeguard afterwards, told my friend's mom, nobody did a goddamn thing. And I've processed all of that in therapy and whatever. But so that was the first piece in the back of my mind with this is what in the actual fuck? Like yeah. anybody who's a human being knows that this is possible. And the second part was that I actually worked in Congress. It wasn't 93, it was 96, mm -hmm. so closer to Lewinsky. But I worked there then and a couple of things. So yes, there was a dress code back then. And, and, and even beyond dress code, it was just a custom that a lot mm -hmm. of people, you know, wear stockings, even, you know, wear black stockings with, with something. I mean, people would wear stockings under their pants. It was just, it was common. Yeah. Um, but, 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 but we also worked bananas hours. Sometimes you'd be there till, you know, midnight or 2 a.m. for legislation. Mm -hmm. And so the other common thing was that sometimes you just kind of get comfy. And I mm -hmm. walked around almost constantly when the congressman wasn't there with no shoes on in the office, just because <laughs> it was like, oh my God, I've been in heels all day. Like, you know, forget it. And so it is very plausible to me that someone might, you know, at the end of the day, at a time when you might be bringing someone their gym bag, for example, yeah. that you might, you know, get more comfortable, you know, go in the ladies' mm -hmm. room and take those off. They're, they're a prison, you know, it's like a broad. Yeah. It, it's, it's horrible. Um, and so, you know, that, and then the other part of it is that dress codes are only enforced insofar as they're enforced. And there were yeah. many offices that just didn't care about that. It was really only like if your office had a bitch, right? <laughs> Whoever the office bitch, bitch was might use that, you know, if she was jealous of you or whatever and say something. But a lot of times you can't even tell if someone's wearing them or not wearing them. Mm -hmm. And so just the absurdity of all of that and people going, bam, that's it. She's yeah. a liar because of I this. I know, such a small detail that like makes no sense. They're and that's what they're doing. They're picking anything. apart all these small details of the story. It's like, well, she called her friend, her neighbor, you know, a week before, and they're spinning that to be like, oh, she coached her into coming right. out. And this woman is voting for Biden. Like how, <laughs> yeah, her how absurd can you get? <laughs> that's how brain poison well, most Democrats are, is that they'll vote it's for like an, yeah. inverse, like, you know, well, look what she was wearing kind of a thing. Like, well, yeah, she was wearing exactly. stockings, so it couldn't possibly be. Like, it's just, it's like just insane. And she said um, she wasn't wearing stockings. We don't have to it, know why. Like, right. It's not like you can't wear stockings and then it's impossible that you're in this building at all. Yeah, I got, right. I got like, news. Oh, you can't, you can't assault somebody if they have clothes on. It's like a force field. You can't. So he, <laughs> Joe Biden's innocent. Well, no, of, like, of course, stockings are, look at, are look at, infamously look at Dozens and dozens rigid, and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens and dozens of times you have video footage of him groping women in public. Just imagine That's what the, the other fuck part that of guy the would fucking do when no one else was around. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you didn't I mean, see what you saw that we were all joking about for years? Yes. And there's garter belts and there's other things. But yeah, she said she wasn't wearing. So, okay, she wasn't wearing them. So what? We don't need any of this, yeah. the truth be told, because yeah. we've got the evidence that's right in front of our faces. And it's just so much so infuriating that this party that, you know, uh, wanted to be, you know, all the woke celebrities going, oh, you know, it's, you know, bawling their eyes out and everything. Believe women and, mm -hmm. and everything. And just so disgusting. Yeah. disgusting and, and infuriating so to see them 
go on the attack like this and and just you know nitpick over these tiny things and the other part mm -hmm. of it is too as a trauma survivor i can tell you that for many years in therapy i swore i had never been sexually assaulted like yeah. therapist after therapist i didn't even process it it was there like it was in my head but i didn't even think of it as that yeah, I, I just didn't um, until I got, you know, became an adult woman and learned, oh, my gosh, that really shouldn't have happened to you. And that was horrible yeah. and traumatic and, you know, all of that. And so other details can come forward to you. Mm -hmm. You can have dreams. I mean, there's just so much around the, you know, that her story changed or your story can change. Yeah. That's very common. And anyone who understands trauma knows that. Yeah, you can yeah. contextualize things that have happened. To you. Yeah, but yep. she didn't even change any story. She added on to it like fundamentally like changing would have been like oh no i was in this different spot you know yeah. like completely somewhere else and no when she originally said where she was she's like you know i can't remember exactly but it was around this area and people are like oh my goodness you changed where you said it was it's like no like this is about context she told the story and you're looking for any sentence to pick apart to make her the demon they you know. dug up a, a novel uh, that her father wrote, a fictional whatever. Oh, God. And um, there was a point in it, there was an erotic point in it when it mentioned someone going under someone's skirt. And they said, that's where she got her story. That's it. Are that's these people like, The only time that's ever happened Have they never before. had sex before? <laughs> exactly. It's this so is common. An, a novel erotic move that none of us have ever heard of nope. before. I mean, literally the only time, the first time I've ever even heard of this as a concept actually is when Tyree came <laughs> forward with her story. Uh, as a matter yes. of fact, and, and, and mm, just okay. just for the context, the people who are saying that she's a liar or don't believe her, or you know think she's just disingenuous or she's a Russian bot, are the people that said Bernie was unelectable because of a fictional essay he wrote in the 1970s. <laughs> Yes, that contained that mentioned, sexual right. assault. It didn't, didn't actually happen. It was like an it was an allegory. Yeah, it wasn't, yeah. It wasn't worth even... noting. It was <laughs> Sally Albright yeah. that was like, "I bought the book. This is it." And I'm like, "Oh boy." <laughs> yeah, and the thing is with that too, like, like the Bernie essay thing. It's like, okay, you're you're comparing actual actions to what you're saying is an essay promoting rape. Okay, very different things. But then you break it down. The essay is not even promoting rape. It's acknowledging the conversation conversations that radical feminists were having the time having at the time about rape culture and about you know this idea that women and, and men have rape fantasies it's a thing right. right yeah yeah and who among us hasn't written a cringy piece of uh, fiction in their, in their <laughs> oh god my... i'll give you a trunk sure. load right now yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah um but so and yeah and also you know i've got news for you when i, I worked at cvs for years and we, the text mm -hmm. there they now wear scrubs but they used to have a dress code where they would have to wear uh, shirt and tie in, you know, mm -hmm. under there. Did you wear stockings too? Yes. No, that was, that was part of our dress code. <laughs> no, but we, but, but our part of the dress code was under your lab coat. You had to wear a shirt and tie, uh, which is fucking ridiculous. And it got you know, super hot when you had to run back and forth filling prescriptions all day. So, you know what we yeah. didn't wear unless the regional manager was around a fucking tie. So yeah, it can be in the dress yeah. code, but unless it's being enforced, it means fuck all. So yeah, mm -hmm. I, you know, ridiculous, That's especially so on a hot absurd. day. Um, yeah. But so and just, you know, you mentioned some of the responses. Another one that just came out today uh, from Diane Feinstein, of course. Oh, God. <laughs> never, never misses a chance to wade in as a right winger. Um, you know, what did she say? Well, she just she, she the typical right wing, you know, uh, why didn't she come forward sooner? Where where where's where she been all these years? You know, typical fucking. I'm so mad. 
oh, fucking Have you seen the Pelosi stuff? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. Joe Biden is Joe Biden. I live in California. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. one of my senators. Yeah. Like, oh, boys will be boys, you know. I believe just, Joe Biden because he's Joe Biden. This is, this is exactly... Remember when the movie... <laughs> That's why I thir- don't believe him. Remember <laughs> exactly. when the documentary... Uh, was it, it was called 13. Mm-hmm. It's about the 13th Amendment that, that outlawed 13th, slavery. Yeah. Except yeah. if you're in prison... Right, and oh, all God, the liberals yeah. were like, "Oh, th- this is this is completely this is amazing. This is what we've always been saying." And then, like the minute that Joe Biden's the front row, like, "Oh, prison labor—that's just you know Cuomo with his you know hand sanitizer. That's just you know putting them to work and letting them get back into you know good role model society. You know, it's just like none of this fucking it's shit matters off. to them. None of no, it matters. No, no. It's the a minute joke. that it affects somebody they like, right? Yeah. And it, it's like, what what causes that schism? Is what I wonder. Like, how can you be I, that contradictory? They're conservatives. I mean, that's you know, they're all conservatives. The fucking the, the fucking liberals are conservatives, just like the conservatives. They just like to think that they're not. But when the chips are down on the table, they actually don't have any principles, which is why we fought a losing battle against them for forty fucking years because they've held on to the reins of power. But they. But here's yeah. the thing, like. You see, you know, people on the right sharing memes about what hypocrites people on the left are and people on the left sharing, you know, memes about what hypocrites people on the right, you know, every, everybody else is a hypocrite. I think we just need to get past the point that anyone is going to change anything because they're a hypocrite. Both parties mm-hmm. are now completely comfortable with their hypocr- hypocrisy and yep. whatever suits them at the moment, because I guarantee you if RBG, you know, who's uh, hospitalized this week, mm-hmm. something had Again? happened to her. God. Yeah, gallbladder. She's a, she's fine. But, you know, I guarantee if anything had happened, the Republicans would have been like, oh, let's get somebody through right now. You know, it wouldn't yeah. have been let's defer because of the race. You know, no. So they don't neither side cares about their hypocrisy anymore. And we've got to come up with better arguments because you're a hypocrite just isn't moving anybody. Yeah, no, yeah, but- finally, and, and then if yeah. you if you actually have principles and say, I'm not going to vote for either one, you get labeled as a spoiler and you're promoting mm-hmm. purity politics, and it's it's like where does it fucking end? Like yeah. I have to I have to vote for the, the guy that finger banged his, his secretary because the other guy did it more, you know? Like what? <laughs> this and that's is, something else, I'm, yeah, that I want to bring up. So uh, a friend of mine who's running for Congress, Angelica Duenas, is running against uh, Tony Cardenas um, mm-hmm. in San Fernando Valley. And today she went public with her Me Too story. And so, you know, yeah. So um, Tony is an accused, um, you could say child predator. Um, The story was wiped under the rug, but um, was accused of uh, basically drugging and uh, molesting this uh, up and coming uh, young Latina golf star. And um, so that was brushed under the rug. last year and the lawyers involved were like linked to Weinstein and the whole thing was disgusting, but she came forward with her me too story today. Um, you know, about uh, things she went through, Uh, you know, I love her brave, powerful and everything. And her just beg pleading with the party, you know, stop forcing me because it feels like force. Stop forcing me to choose between accused sexual predators. Like yeah. that feels like re-victimizing us survivors all over again. And it's, mm-hmm. 
Um, so we're encouraging, you know, anyone, whether you're, you know, a former candidate, current candidate, you know, anyone who's a survivor at all, to join in with Angelica, um, you know, and look at the hashtags there, never Trump, never Biden, you know, the Me Too, um, other ones, and join in and share your story, because I really believe, you know, we're, we're at the final moment here. We've got mm -hmm. Bernie back on the ballot in New York. This mm -hmm. is probably our last moment well, to do anything to get Biden you, out. Did you hear that the the state attorney general in New York, New York is actually who is doing the appeal of that ruling mm -hmm. to reinstate? No. Like, they're still how, they're how still fighting the state, it. They're dying to yeah. not have how democracy. How is the state attorney general not a neutral party in that? I mean, isn't this against <laughs> the like all pretenses go out the corrupt. window when anyone everything remotely... is partisan. There is no external, you know, nonpartisan anything when you've got two right. sides. So this is our last chance, I think. Ridiculous. And so if we could get a dozen, two dozen people coming forward and saying this, you know, and sharing their story again, I think that might be short of actual video of him, you know, raping a child. And I'm not even sure that would Well, we have it, that. Like, didn't seem to, 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 to you know, we, <laughs> we got to try. And so I don't oh. know. That was, I, you know, worked part of this past week on, you know, helping with that. If anybody needs help with their story, you can find me online. I, you know, I'll work with you on it. Um, but this is our last shot. We've got to do it. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. honestly, the Megyn Kelly interview is going to move the needle because it's prime time. It's yeah. an exclusive interview. It's going to be yeah. to the point where Democrat, like, the Democrats are going to look real shitty, uh, especially real the shitty. younger ones, if they still side with him after listening to her speak like AOC yeah. did some real bullshit equivocating today like if she does that after she after this interview oh, airs she's going to be fucking AOC basically said well Tara Reid hasn't said that Joe Biden should drop out and then like literally like an hour later Tara Reid said Joe Biden should drop out. <laughs> let me, yeah, let, yeah, let me just clarify. Uh, yeah, Joe Biden should drop out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think it's, I think where I've seen some, you know, more progressive politicians on this has been really disappointing. And, you know, I understand there's a lot of pressure and, you know, a lot of difficulty in having power, but this isn't, this isn't even a political issue. This is an ethical, moral issue. This is a character. You know, this your is character like character. If you support, yeah, your personal character and the character of our whole fucking country. You know, if we yeah. elect an, two rapists in a row who have been publicly accused while they are campaigning, if we let them twice. Too, yeah, yeah. To be fair, yeah. probably like thirty-five of our presidents have been rapists. But yeah, True. but 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 in the modern age, yeah. I, I I agree with you. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the thing is too, like like, you know, with the whole Me Too thing. I wasn't, I wasn't on Twitter until recently, so I didn't see the actual spread of the hashtag, but I mm. saw it in the news. And, you know, the thing that was really concerning with me, too, is it was focusing on all these, you know, rich, predominantly white actresses. Yep. And yes, they are valid. Yes, they are, you know, their pain is just as valid as anyone else's. But, like, now that this is a woman who, you know, she's not famous, she's not rich, you know, she's older, you know, she's not a 25-year-old girl who you know, fits in with this category of a lot of women, you know, on Me Too, people are ignoring her because, like, it, you know, it's politically convenient and also she's not, like, what they want to hear from in a victim or a survivor. So that was the other yeah. disgusting part of it was then, you know, the Time's Up org 
came up and it was mm -hmm. supposed to, you know, be the voice for women that, you know, are working after hours, you know, cleaning yeah. up offices and in kitchens and, you know, and all of that stuff. And then to find out that that organization, you know, uh, somebody who worked for them, you know, sh shut Tara down and yeah. turns out they work for Biden. And so they've been sullied. And then all of these these Democratic women have been sullied now, too, mm -hmm. because they've chosen to do this. Yeah. yeah. And also the thing with the Time's like Up a, thing. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, I mean, just that with, with the Time's Up, seeing that, you know, they're, they're covering for Biden, it just felt like they were just, you know, like a front to completely shield the people they knew were going to get accused eventually. Well, you know what's funny yeah. is Anita Dunn, who is the vice president mm -hmm. of SK, SKD Knickerbocker, which I guess is like mm -hmm. the, the press wing of Time's Up, um, yeah. w was hired on by Biden it, That's what I'm talking about. Back yeah. In, yeah, yeah, yeah. Back in like January. And I almost wonder if he did that just to, as a future deflection for of any course. woman that would come. He's just like, well, obviously yeah, I'm yeah. a piece of shit rapist, so I need to bring on the Time's Up people to make sure. It, but he basically hired them to catch and kill, which is what they did with this this story. Oh, is they, they catch and they, you know, the catch and kill with it. Did you see him trying to answer whether there was an NDA? It was like, I'm not aware of anyone who might be aware. <laughs> it, it was super uh -huh. like, I don't, I mean, you know, it depends oh. on what the meaning of the word is, is like, he just would not say like, no, yeah, no, exactly. there was no NDA. Yeah, Cause there was a yeah. fucking NDA. Yeah. Also with the PR stuff, like I, I work for a comms, like marketing PR firm right now. I'm not a PR professional myself, but I work with um, PR professionals and like their tactic of because you remember when the story first came out like i've been working on getting this story covered with a group of people on twitter like we were trending hashtags that's part of the reason why it ended up in a few publications at first well yeah. when that first came out they started releasing a bunch of puff pieces on biden on the same day puff mm -hmm. pieces that were totally unrelated and they do this in pr because when you're searching up a keyword, mm -hmm. so like Joe Biden is the keyword, mm -hmm. they can physically push down older stories with newer content so people can't see it. So it's on the second exactly. page of Google. So they gross. bury it. Yeah, yeah so ridiculous. So yeah. And actually Cardenas yeah. and some others in um, California legislature um, who have, you know, dozens of allegations against them, they pay firms to do this for them. Oh, yeah. So they've had their Wikipedia pages cleaned. And sometimes you'll see the little um, disclaimer at the top, like where it's obvious that um, it's been somebody, you know, from within that, um, it's been somebody, Ridiculous. you know, from within that person's office editing it. They're, they're all getting Keep their images cleaned. On Wikipedia page. Yeah, I mean, it's, <laughs> even, even if Google was a neutral party, which we know they're not, I mean, the, right. the, the industry of, of search engine optimization is huge because mm -hmm. they know whatever pops up on that first page is what people believe. Yeah, right? it's like in the and first three results. People don't even scroll. Something like 80% yeah. of people click on the first page or, or first three. Yeah, there's some crazy mm -hmm. stat I read about that. Um, but yeah, and no, it's true. So yeah, I mean, uh, but you know, uh, th things are going to be fine for Joe Biden because uh, the most recent poll from Daily Coast and Civics came out, uh, opinion of Joe Biden, uh, favorable, thirty-four percent. Unfavorable, fifty-six percent. So yeah, compared to uh, you great sarcastic. Donald Trump. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> great, 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 fucking pick, Democrats. Just real, yeah. real great to just shamefully, you know, f force this fucking guy down our throats at the last minute. Re remember, just two months ago, when uh, Liz Warren completely castrated uh, Mike Bloomberg on stage mm -hmm. with just like a couple of What's you know, those NDAs? like. Yeah, the, the, mentioning the NDAs, and it was just like he yep. 
his campaign, his billion dollar campaign just vanished overnight. Mm-hmm. And then she goes and endorses Joe Biden. It was all a fucking what show. In the fuck? And covered for him, care? by the way, the other uh, yesterday when, when, yeah. when asked about him. Because look, the, all these, the, all this is what's so gross about every fucking politician. And it's why Bernie was such a rare figure, is that mm-hmm. almost to a man and to a woman, they're gross, disgusting, soulless fucking opportunists who have no ghouls, no ambi- no, no uh, compunctions about just doing whatever it takes to get a higher position of power. Yeah. And exactly, no more. Justice Dems just started a fucking super PAC. Uh-huh. I know, and yeah. it's all justifiable. Oh, we need money to win. No fucking yeah, shit. That's but what the, the reason you're around. Said when you yeah. oppose them, you yeah. dumbass. You do need money, but like, what happened to grassroots organizing? Like, that's, why are, you know, why, exactly. that's why literally are you why they were opposed to fucking Trump when you have no <laughs> compunction about being the exact same fucking thing as him? Chuck Roca, exactly. who we praised on this show repeatedly, was now saying, oh, the Justice Dem oh, Super man. PAC is great because now we can finally, you know, with our Super PAC, get money out of politics. Like, what the... How do you yeah. put those two mean? things in the same fucking He really sentence? fucking fooled me. Like, I, I'll admit, like, that... Because he, you know, he really was great on the trail for Bernie. Uh, turns out he's a real fucking total uh, scam artist because apparently he was... You know, we, we assumed, like, oh, well, he's next con. He went to jail for... We, we, we assumed it was something like, you know, uh, uh, actually, cri- like, you know, like uh, something that he did when he was like at a low point in his life. And like, oh, it's great mm-hmm. that Bernie would hire an ex-con when all these other people wouldn't. Um, but turns out the reason he went to jail is because he was actually embezzling money from a union, uh, which oh, fuck. which somehow, I guess, slipped through everyone's, you know, radar. <laughs> um, but yeah, so. A plant. Yeah, they're just, you know. Which is probably the first time in history that anyone uh, embezzled money through a union. I, I can't think of any other <laughs> time that ever happened. No, Paul. no. Yeah, I was going to say, very, 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 uh, uh, you know, not, not something that you'd, you'd see often, especially with, like, the Irish uh, in Philadelphia. Oh, man. I, I just, side note, I started trying to, I, I tried to rewatch The Irishman uh-huh. the other night, and I started it, like, one in the morning oh, and then like dude. half an hour and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> I'm be up till like <laughs> the six, sun's six, coming six up and, and yeah, you see Joe Pesci eating his fucking jello with no teeth. Such a good movie though. <laughs> I love that movie. It is amazing if you've got ten hours to yeah, kill. Yeah, really. For real. You can watch the yeah. entire the entirety of the Back to the Future trilogy probably in the time it takes you to watch the Irishman. <laughs> no, it's true. It's very um, true. Although, if you, the, I watched a little behind the scenes thing about how they actually did all the de aging stuff because, uh, you know, all, all these like De Niro and Pesci were not going to wear a bunch of fucking dots on their face, I thought you meant right? That so they, they it, yeah, they had to like devise a whole new way, and they basically filmed everything with like cameras from different angles with like infrared light uh, like covering the whole, all the scenes so that they could mm-hmm. basically do all the all the rendering all the de-aging rendering without having them you know have anything on them other than just like the regular clothes so huh. um, it, yeah check it out on YouTube it's, it's pretty amazing um, especially like a guy is as old as you know Scorsese is to still be like innovating new technology you know like you'd think an old filmmaker is like nah we'll just do it the way we used to do like he's he's still like <laughs> that's why, that's why he's edge. one of the best and you know I, I'm so <laughs> yeah, annoyed yeah. by like the Twitter hot takes that look oh Martin Scorsese sucks Quentin Tarantino sucks it's like there's a reason people like think of it, like you know it, yeah, it's just it, like you, when, you don't you don't need to have a fucking you know a contrary take to everyone's take just because it's fucking edgy <laughs> like it's we get oh, it. it's cool you do. Yeah. can 
And when, when Scorsese yeah. was like, hey, those Marvel movies aren't really cinema. They're just fucking roller coasters. And yeah. I think that. Like, <laughs> like, no, he's fucking right. They he's are. right. I mean, like, I enjoy them, yeah. but they're fucking, tr- they're trash. I mean, they're trash when you, if you really look at, like, I enjoy watching them, but they're not good sure. movies. Like, oh, no, right. it's fucking PR for the CIA, honestly. <laughs> yeah. Those Marvel movies. Like, well, I'll watch it, but, like, I know what the real mission there is. Well, you mentioned yeah. PR for the CIA, and we, before we get out of here, we'd be <laughs> remiss if we didn't talk about this oh, amazing God. future Coen Brothers movie that occurred uh, <laughs> last week. This is, this in is Venezuela. my favorite story of the year. And, and I just spent the last like 48 hours just going insane with it because we had one. so many, so many losses this year for the left that mm-hmm. to have a, a, a victory on this scale. And we've, we've often defended Venezuela. Everyone, you know, even liberals are just like, Oh, but he, Maduro is bad. Right. And it's like, well, which, what's your proof of that? You know, like what, what, well, they say it on television. So of course it right, must well, be they true. say it on TV. Right. So, Basically, a bunch of fucking right-wing QAnon dipshits who have a, like, mercenary-for-hire firm, which is somehow legal, based out of Florida, of course Florida, uh, decided to invade the country of Venezuela with, like, 60 guys and some machine guns and thought they could, like, overpower an army of 130,000 troops and, like, 220,000 reserve troops and irregular forces in Venezuela and they they literally thought that when they got there, they would be greeted with open arms, and like the, the Maduro regime would collapse, and they would take over the airport and like fly Maduro out because apparently Trump uh, put out a fifteen million dollar bounty on anyone who can arrest Maduro, and they thought they could fucking do it. Oh, and he's six highly and trained guys. Going. It, it's just, I mean, just the level of dumb fuckery mm-hmm. to think that. Yeah to not realize that he's actually really popular in his own country because he gives out a ton of subsidies to poor people in mm. his country. Like, they have a robust left-wing social safety net. It's it's the middle class and the rich people that hate Maduro because, I mean, he's left-wing as fuck, right? And it also just, I mean, the fact that, like, they, they, they got, essentially, you know, their marching orders from Trump. And even Pompeo said, like, they've, they, this is the thing. That anytime there's, there's a small group of people that fail to pull off a coup in South America, the State mm-hmm. Department and the, and the White House will say, we had nothing to do with it. But if yeah. it was successful, they'll say, we totally had something to do with yeah. it. <laughs> and, then, yeah. and then after they say they didn't, like 20 years later, be like, oh yeah, no, they, it was actually uh, we never said that. say <laughs> operatives. And, yeah. you know, you, all right. the documents come out. It's like, oh yeah, okay. And Pompeo even fucking said, if we'd been involved in this, it would have gone differently. Like, oh, how God. much of an endorsement is that? It would have been worse. How macho, <laughs> bro, can you be? Oh, well, no, you know, total, total... They, they had such success killing Fidel Castro, the, the thousand attempts that they made to, <laughs> oh, to, to murder him with exploding cigars and other just, you know, wily coyote it, it, contraptions. Yeah. So guys, at some point when we've got a it, vaccine for the pandemic and everybody wonders why no one will get it, let's remember why we don't trust the government. <laughs> like, yeah. shit like exactly, this. Exactly. And, and I love this story because it's mm-hmm. completely exposed to even like liberals how, you know, Venezuela is basically under constant attack mm-hmm. by right wing imperialists in this country. Yeah. Um, the, these guys weren't nearly as ideological as like Eric Prince and the like Blackwater. You know, they probably would have actually gotten guys, gotten but, it done because they're fucking psychopaths. Yeah, right, right. Well, these guys. This, this is also this, uh, Guayado, the the guy Long who Guido, claims yeah. to be president. 
just, you know, I, I always mispronounce his name, but declared himself to be president even though he lost the election. And our oh. know, Nancy Pelosi and Trump think he's the real president. Uh, the majority of the countries in the world don't agree, right? He had a contract with these guys. He hired them to do this. Uh-huh. And now he's saying, oh, I had nothing to do with it. I had nothing to do with it. $250 guys, million dollar contract, by the way. Right. So the fact that he didn't pay them made them dime him out and say, here's the fucking contract he signed with us. <laughs> fucking ratted this motherfucker out. Yeah. And these That's guys so are Trump. so fucking dumb. Go to their website, uh, Silver Corp USA, and watch all their dumbass videos of them, like, jumping out of airplanes and mountain climbing and, like, drone footage of them just, like, standing, looking out over, like, a tall building and shit. It's, it's seriously Brothers, like, prestige worldwide level of, like, they think they're way more, you know, intelligent and fucking... I can't wait yeah. till we find out Jared Kushner was in charge of this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, I swear to God. So, this is, this is some... Some boilerplate text from their website that I want to read to. I swear to God, this is written at like a sixth grade reading level. Uh And just like keep in mind, these are the people that think they are experts that went to a country with 60 guys and got caught by fishermen. And keep in mind, by a bunch of fishermen. And keep so, in mind when you hear this that, that this was probably typed with one hand while the guy was punching his wall repeatedly with his other hand. So it does seem a little <laughs> so, stilted. This is why. I, I didn't know how I want to read this, and I think I'm just going to go with like the the mindset voice, like the, the, the generic point break California bro voice. All right, so... Here we go. I might I might fumble a little bit because I've had a couple drinks. That's here, the so- you don't, don't want to go with the sovereign citizen. I feel like this is like a sovereign citizen <laughs> type. Uh. I also thought about doing it in like the like the quarterback running for student council from election voice, which is all like <laughs> one long run on sentence mumble. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I'll just I'll do it. Yeah. The the all right. When a crisis arises, the first thing people often look for is a leader, the person who knows how to solve the problem and will take the necessary steps to do so. Very few individuals are experts in handling crisis situations. Inexperienced leaders can make rash decisions. Like, seriously, like rash decisions? Like invading <laughs> in the fucking country, you fucking moron? Uh, all right, so uh, inexperienced leaders can make rash decisions, react too quickly to the situation, or worse, not react at all, in hopes that the situation will work itself out. Nowadays, seriously, who starts a sentence with the word nowadays? Who's like under the age of like 80? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nowadays, with the way information travels instantaneously, crisis situations typically do not just work themselves out. You need to intervene before the situation escalates. If you're looking for help managing a crisis, Silver Corp USA is highly experienced at handling the whole spectrum of crisis situations. <laughs> what does that mean? Are they firefighters too? Like, what is what qualifies for crisis? This is the kind like of PR what is, what is this like, spectrum of crisis situations? Like, literally, like they they did not consider the fact that invading Venezuela with sixty guys was on that spectrum because they <laughs> clearly didn't know what the fuck crisis. they were doing. Yeah, <laughs> you can call them. crisis. I wouldn't call them like at all. I wouldn't put. I wouldn't call these guys to put up my fucking drywall. Like these guys sound like the biggest <laughs> morons. Like, you know what they sound like? Oh my god, they what? sound like. They sound like people who drink a lot of monster energy drink <laughs> oh, and, yeah. right. and play a lot of Call of Duty. I have cousins like that. Yes. And it's like right. you can't have a conversation with them. The, uh, well, in the, and they had, a, they, had these, they had set up training camps uh, off the border in, in Colombia. And Colombia's got this real right-wing government that was like, okay, sure, you can just go do that. And mm-hmm. the CIA and, our, and all of our intelligence agencies in the U.S. monitor that border heavily. 
So yeah. the fact, like, they knew, oh, that our they government that knew these guys were doing this. 100%. And they could have intervened at any time. In the, in the 80s, <laughs> that was the whole, you know, the thing, he had this fucking oil rig that he was just using to train fucking militants to go into right. Nicaragua. Like, this is what the CIA does. And then, well, it'll come out 20 years later right. that this was their I site. I thought the CIA was just laughing at these idiots going like, all right, you guys go do <laughs> your thing. <laughs> like, sit <laughs> back and be like, hey, fuck it. If watch. it works, it works. It's great. If it doesn't work, they, they look like idiots. I think they were kind of a fuck it right there. I don't know if they were paid by the government, because if they were paid by the government, I don't think they would have used a private group. I think they would have used, like, I think they were paid. CIA people. They were supposed to be paid by Guaido, but Guaido is a fucking puppet of the State Department, so... <laughs> but he never paid them, so I think that's how the government will have an out in this, is that he uh, never actually paid them, and they're idiots and like, didn't, you know... Why did they even go through with it money if they up didn't front. get paid? Yeah, like, you, like, you never don't get this, money This is going to be our last... Do big move you know we can retire after this i'm gonna buy a place out in the bahamas i'll buy an island i I think you're right i think it was just like shrewd uh greed they were like well if guido is not gonna fucking pay us the 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 contract we should call him get the bounty (laughs) no i like that better actually (laughs) (laughs) yeah one of my favorite take care of this problem you got going down in that One of my favorite aspects of this is just how the media has tried to, to like, cover the U.S.'s ass on this. Mm-hmm. Like, the BBC yeah. had a headline. Uh, this is hilarious. BBC headline, Venezuela detains two U.S. citizens over speedboat incursion. What? <laughs> what? Really weird. Because, like, incursion. I had no idea this story was going on. Because, like, you know, I've been Most on Twitter, people, like, yeah. obsessively the past, like, month and a half with all this news. Yeah. And I haven't seen shit. Most, most like they're bearing this hard. Cover this, yeah, not. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys remember the last time that the U.S. tried to pull off coup and they <laughs> pretended that they had taken over the Caracas airport and they hadn't, oh, and yeah. it was like basically just a, a coup that existed online only and wasn't real, <laughs> right? Anyway, so so people were mocking this this ridiculous speedboat incursion headline. <laughs> On Twitter and trying to come up with like other like versions of how ridiculous could the could Western media try to spin this story? Yeah. Uh, so I had a couple here. I wrote or not that I wrote, but I copied. Um, uh, U.S. citizens caught in Venezuela democracy struggle. <laughs> uh, next one here: two Americans stumble into oil kerfuffle. <laughs> uh, all right, next one. Uh, Camo-clad paintball game goes horribly <laughs> awry. <laughs> and this was my favorite one. American entrepreneur struggles to land on feet in restrictive Venezuela market. <laughs> oh, my God. Applause. That's Applause. Great. That's great. That wins. I, I came saw, up with none of those, but I thought they were I hilarious. saw a great tweet, and I don't even remember who it was by, but it was something to the effect of, like, this is like if the guys who kneecapped Nancy Kerrigan discovered CrossFit. Like, this is the equivalent of <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty accurate. Oh my god, I Tanya is one of my favorite favorite dark comedies, and God bless Margot Robbie for insisting that it be rated R, um, because like how many how many comedies with a female protagonist are rated R? Yeah, like, she makes none. good choices. Like she Fucking doesn't none. she doesn't do shitty roles. Like she's I she, still have to watch that. Yeah. Yeah. She oh, it's so funny because the, the the guy who was like her quote unquote bodyguard. So fucking hilarious! Like they're interviewing him, and he's like, "I'm a bodyguard and an international <laughs> counterism or counterterrorism expert." And they're like, "We looked this up, and you're not." And he's like, 
but I am. Like, <laughs> he's just no, this pudgy guy like, that lives with yeah. his mother. It's yeah. like he's just fucking. Do I need a certification? Like, he he was quoted in like a travel magazine as being a, a counterterrorism expert. <laughs> oh like, god, you're a fucking idiot. You're just you're just larping. You're just role playing. I mean, I mean it's. Amazing movie, amazing movie. And yeah. Margot Robbie started her own film company when she was 24 years old. So like, oh, really? it's a fucking chef kiss to her and her work. Yeah, um, it's just fucking, it's just so so happy. I mean, it seriously is like if the guy from the, like the Firefest organizer guy tried to like make like a Blackwater rival. Like that's <laughs> this this fucking organization. Is. Like, it's just so fucking goofy. Jaw ja rules. Just I forgot about the Firefest. <laughs> oh man, I can't oh, wait to see what that guy does it. when he gets out of jail. <laughs> his next fucking side hustle like it's, just it, gonna, it's be gonna be wolf of wall street he's gonna be like sell me this pen <laughs> yeah see but that guy actually had a fucking ability to to trick people and like you know fu- like fuck people out of their money like this guy does not yeah. seem to be nearly as as adept at that yeah as jordan belfort was but wow. um yeah, all right. So I think that pretty much uh, we, we hit the, the stuff we wanted to hit this week. But, uh, you know, it, it's just I, 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 I can't do this for six more months. Like, I don't know how we're going to do this. Like, this is fun. Yeah. You're already apoplectic. I, it, it's so it's so I'm so tired. I'm so tired of doing like of having, you know, they're going to replace him. We know they're going to replace him. It's going to yes, be with some yeah. way worse person. Like, oh, yeah, this Cuomo is manufacturing or, consent for their real you know, maybe winner candidate. If they don't Which switch is, him out now, yeah. like, they're going to lose. Uh, they know that. Guys, it's, it's going to be It's going to be his VP. It's going to be That's, Hillary. I don't think they're going to switch him out. It's going to be whoever his VP is is going to take over within, like, the first two years. I mean, they already I said mean, that. He said that. He fucking has said it and, and to, to, <laughs> yeah. to donors. is like, well, I'm a, I really think of this as a short-term presidency, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he well, said that, like, oh, we should, we really need to focus on the VP because, like, we're going to need somebody really strong and healthy and or something weird like that. Or he said like, it was his plan. job to make room for more Buttigieg's, like... Ew, I oh swear to fucking God, God, if they choose I, the rat, I, I will, will barf. I will move. I, 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 I never make that threat. I will not live in a country run by Pete fucking CIA McKinsey Buttigieg. I cannot... Wasn't his dad a Marxist? Yeah, just just God. <laughs> yeah, we've joked about that. The how, wrong like, kind of fucking If you're rebellion. like a really hip, cool guy or... or or gal, and you raise your kids with like knowledge of you know left wing culture, of anything. good, good <laughs> yeah. music, then your kids will rebel it's by similar, turning yeah. into like Ralph Reed, Reagan, fucking neoliberals. <laughs> so like you have to play. Kamala Harris's she, dad like, too is a Marxist professor. It's just it's just <laughs> right? it never yeah it never stops. So if you're cool and you have kids, you got to play fucking Phil Collins nonstop so that they're like, oh, mom and dad are so uncool, and then they actually turn out cool. Yeah, you have to hide right. the coolness from your children. Oh, fuck. All right. Well, it pretty much does it for us this week. Um, obviously, if you want to uh, help the show out, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash moveleft. Uh, Facebook.com slash idiots. if you want to go chat on our Facebook over there. Uh, we have a Patreon at patreon.com slash moveleft. Uh, merch available at tinyurl.com slash move left merch. Uh, LaDonna, your, uh, your, your link for your GoFundMe is on your Twitter, right? 
Yeah, at Polly Bent, P-O-L-I-B-E-N-T. I think I'd leave the first, the, the pin, pin tweet, tweet is right? usually yeah. the, the GoFundMe. Yeah, this stuff is cost, it's going to cost yeah, like $100,000 so. at the end of the day. So if you have like a couple bucks, cool. If not, you know what? Support the show too. Cause no, no, no. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we, 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 we don't need it that much. Like, I, you know, we'll manage. Just, <laughs> if you're going to support anything, you know, go, go to her, her page. So. Well, the show um, doesn't cost a hundred thousand yeah. dollars. So, <laughs> yeah, so don't worry. Yeah, no, we'll, we'll, we'll make it. Yeah, no. Joe Biden will make sure we have access to podcasting. <laughs> uh, I just need to make sure that I can um, dismiss the uh, the dead and bankruptcy. Yeah. So Biden, I don't want him anywhere near anything. Yeah, right. <laughs> they always. They, they, I read a lot of advice from people saying that if you call them and ask for an itemized bill, they'll just reduce your bill because they can't justify half the shit that they're trying to charge you for. Hmm. Oh, that's so that's point. actually a good thing to always do. Oh, if it's you're... crazy. I, when I was in high school, I had an econ teacher whose wife was like in the hospital for years. And every day he would bitch about capitalized uh, health care. And he would like show us the, the itemized bill where they would like literally if she used if they had a blanket for her, mm-hmm. they would like bill her for the, the 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 cost of owning the blanket even though she didn't get to keep it uh-huh. on a daily basis it was just like what, what? they charge like they, an they, absurd they, amount for skin-to-skin contact with your baby like uh, if, yeah they've billed women for that that had their children die you know within hours they've billed them for skin-to-skin contact unreal. i mean unreal. yeah it, it's it's so it's the it's the most if you actually look at the itemized i think that's what it is, is it, it just shows so shameful they're like you know don't worry about it we're just not even gonna send this to you you we can't we we're not that much we're not vampires enough to send you a bill charging you five hundred dollars to hold your you know your stillborn child like we're, we're you know we can't bring ourselves to type that and print so it wait, out is a it piece skin, of to paper. Can, skin to skin contact with one of the nurses no or no like the parent? No, actually skin on skin with your child yeah, oh charge, my god so they're charging you to hug your own child they, they, they charge for yes. everything they, it's how is such that even legal that is not a medical service you're just picking no, up your it, baby it's, it's, it's such That's a horrible. fucking disgusting yeah yeah but anything is a medical service when you're in there i mean it's looking so, out the is, window fifty dollars like no and that's why i was trying to push not. people into the mental exercise of okay hypothetically like if let's say we push biden out and mm-hmm. let's say for whatever his own reasons we don't get bernie mm-hmm. like they'll you know, never let party won't or whatever yeah, like okay we need to really start thinking about a, a plan BB because, yeah. um, I, you know, ram the options anyone. are all horrible. They're, they're not going to let they're not going to let there be options. They're going to ram someone through at the convention. That's the way I think that's the way they'll end up doing it. So nobody has any say in the matter. Hillary, it is then. Yep. <laughs> Hillary God. or fucking. She came so close. Three thousand votes. Let's try one more time. <laughs> I, have, I have said this multiple times, but the reason why they're not releasing Black Mirror season six is because this fucking year. <laughs> Black <laughs> they're, they're just yes. gonna they're just gonna uh, run yeah, yeah, yeah. highlights of 2020. That's gonna be the Black Mirror season. Literally, <laughs> the the show producers tweeted this out yesterday, saying we're not doing another season because this year is just too hard. We're gonna re- <laughs> we're gonna realize we've all been in that game from that VR episode of Black Mirror. We're just gonna wake up oh, and be like, God. "Fuck, man, we're we're all that, still that trapped in Bandersnatch. It never ended. That was the fucking. <laughs> it's it never. Oh man, that fucked up my head so much. That, that episode. Oh, <laughs> feel trapped. I don't know how Netflix did it. I don't either. Anytime you get deja vu, you just died in another reality. Yep. I want out. Yep. Well, nope. Uh, yeah. So I. That brain out. <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter at move underscore left. Comrade. Uh, oh, yeah. I am, uh, as always, on Twitter at Bike Slutty. Yeah. LaDonna. Oh, at Polybent, P-O-L-I-B-E-N-T. 
And Kate, where can they find uh, you? Yeah, at McGinnis, M-C-G-I-N-N-I-S, Kate, C-A-I-T. I have to spell the whole thing out, or you won't understand what <laughs> yes. I said. Yes. <laughs> and what, you, you have, have, like the, you have the most too, right? Irish name I've ever yeah, seen. Yeah, it it's Caitlin Irish. M. Rose McGinnis. Oh, wow. That's, that's with Caitlin like, with yeah. a C-A-I-T, like very Quadruple Irish. Irish, yeah. Yeah, right. and my, <laughs> my family's been here for like, hundreds of years so it's not even like you know we just hopped off a boat last generation <laughs> right no but it's like i i grew up from um like nothing but german ancestry yeah. for the last 150 years uh-huh. everyone on both sides of my family nothing but german names oh wow yeah that's incredible <laughs> yeah all right um yeah and we will see everyone next week Oh, hell, hell.